amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Scary Time. I'm Greg, the host and curator of all the shows on the Indie Drop-In Network. Every week I find a scary or paranormal episode that I think you will love from an independent podcast creator. If you would like to support our mission of connecting listeners with independent scary and paranormal podcasts, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Indie Drop-In. Today's episode is from Spooky Spouses. Spooky Spouses is a family-friendly podcast about paranormal clickbait, the strange and unusual, and listener-submitted stories hosted by Lindsay and Jordan Reed. If you like today's episode from Spooky Spouses, check out the show description for links to subscribe. Enjoy the show. Begin. Well, I guess it's March. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I guess it's Farch. And I'm Lindsay Reed. <laughs> and this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like, you know what? No, I'm not going to say that anymore. Sometimes when we feel like it, we talk about ghosts. We talk about roast beef. We talk about paranormal stories. We talk about skeletons, but very cute ones. We talk about Bigfoot, I guess sometimes. And basically anything related to the paranormal, kinda, and as Lindsay said, kinda whenever we have time. Sometimes, Lindsay and I will research paranormal-esque topics separately of one another. Lindsay will sit on the couch and do it. I'll sit on the couch, but away from Lindsay and also do it. Spoilers. And then we reconvene inside of our house and we discuss what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other for the very first time. And this episode, which is our 150th episode. Whoa, 150 feeling thrifty. I'm going to dedicate it to this sound. (laughs) To that goat. Cool. Actually, no, I'm going to dedicate it to this one. I'll dedicate it to that goat. Great. I'm going to dedicate this episode to... Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know either. Think about who deserves Uh, the dedication to your portion of our 150th episode. I'm going to dedicate this episode to you for actually wanting... Yeah, for actually wanting to record this episode. Because I said, let's go record an episode. And you're like, I'm tired. And then five minutes later, you're like, let's go record an episode. So, so good job. Are you like also kind of putting me on blast or are you? Are you no, it you was, I was 
dedicating it to you. Okay. Well, I guess just like I couldn't people tell. People don't like give people a Nobel Peace Prize and they're like, well, I'm giving you this Nobel Peace Prize because like you, I guess, wrote a book. Okay. Well, the fact that you just compared your small compliment to getting a Nobel Peace Prize, <laughs> I'm going to make this sound. That, <laughs> those farts. That's rude. Those farts. That's being And also, rude. thank you for the compliment. And then I'm going to go back in time. Yes, Wolf. Yeah, Dwight. Yes, Wolf. And I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show not to this goat i'm gonna dedicate my i feel like we're like a morning i feel like this i'm also gonna dedicate our 150th episode to you Lindsay marie oh so now you're just dedicating it to me because i dedicated it to you huh? and now you're just ignoring me <laughs> <laughs> speaking of ignoring um i think i just I have a story. To st- I sorry, have a story. I'm ready. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, our little cute niece, whenever she doesn't feel like, oh, wait, she's three now. She just turned three. She's three. Yeah, she's three. Yeah. She is three years old. And anytime she does not want to listen to you, she pretends to be a statue, which then that statue will randomly wake up and then be a tiger, mm-hmm. which just wants to go and nurture her other tiger stuffed animals. So really, she just doesn't want to listen to you is basically what she does and it's a very cute way of being like i know i'm not listening to you anymore i don't want to listen to anything either of you have to say <laughs> oh looks like i'm a statue but- i wish you could like you'd be like in a job interview and then you could just be a statue if you didn't know the answer to a question <laughs> and so tell me about what do you think you know what what what's your worst quality and then you just go into statue mode and by in the way she goes into statue mode i know we're asking a lot of our listeners today sorry our listener today but put your hands up hi eli all right maybe my dad um put your put your hands up like a t-rex and then slowly angle them closer to your face make the left hand a little bit higher than the right hand and then slowly angle your chin up but not too high and then close your eyes that's the statue pose i get it though because the reason that she turns into a statue is that then she turns into a tiger afterwards so you have to be in like pouncing tiger mode hidden niece hidden niece (laughs) yeah Yeah. i don't even know what we talked about last time i also don't and you know what i'm not gonna look but i wanted to say (laughs) we you know our life has been a little bit busy we've been doing the things and our show is still here we're just gonna make it when we can make it yeah and i feel like that's an okay promise to make yeah what do you think i think i mean i don't know what else to say because that's just what it is it is what it is. So if you don't like it, then I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to just turn into a statue and pretend like, yeah. If you don't like the fact that we can't record our show all the time, how about this? Oh, sorry. How about this? Oh, what was that? Hold on. Sorry. Uh, I picked it. There's a, f- a small fart sound well, effect. Well, you just ruined that joke. And also, let's uh, not just put our one listener on blast, and let's just get into our show, I think. Okay. Well, really quick, what about maybe maybe people want to know some updates with us? What's been going on? Okay. Has anything, has anything I mean, exciting li- been going on? Life. Yes. Yeah. That's, you know, it's just a thing. Yeah, it is just a thing. It's just a thing. You know, you're working, you're teaching, you're hustling. Same Z's. Except yeah. I'm not teaching or anything, but... <laughs> You know, (laughs) I actually just hang out in a room all day and then, you know, just wait for Jordan to come home. Do you want to go first? Looks like you want to go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Unless you're ready to go first. Nope. I was just going to make another fart sound effect. 
But I just have some random things. That's great. I love that. I also have some random things. And we also actually have a voicemail in this episode. Uh, is it from yeah. like a month ago? I think it's from, let me check, seven years ago. It's from seven years ago. It's okay, from before we started doing our show. Sorry. It's actually from a few hundred years ago. And it looks like it's from who was born a few hundred years ago. Oh, Jesus. Uh, um, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know much about the Bible, but I know it took a it took place a long time ago. A long time ago, long time ago, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of long, like long hair. A lot of robes. A lot of flowy clothes. Yeah, and like hair movement clothes. Yeah, probably a lot of hair. Tell me your things. Tell me your things. What you got? Okay, well, I'll start off with my. It's just a weird thing. Great, that's you know, kind of not. It's the least impressive thing that I have. Sorry, I have to adjust my mic because keep moving my chair around like yeah i also want to point out Lindsay has a really nice leather chair and i it's just Lindsay's chair is nicer than mine so if i i guess i kind of want the listeners to feel bad for well, me don't, like make it seem like i have this luxury chair that's a nice chair i mean it's a nice chair but we also got it in a dumpster no we did not get it from a dumpster it was going to be thrown in the dumpster and now <laughs> it's not <laughs> rescued it. It, it was not. it was a nice chair that became it, a it less was, nicer chair. You know what I'll that say? That we've saved it. And it's a nice chair for us because your chair is so crappy. My chair sucks. That my chair looks like a throne. You know what? Your chair was five minutes from being trash, but we rescued it. First thing I have. I just want to say I drove an hour to get this crappy chair that Lindsay has. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that hour. Yeah. My chair sucks. Mine, mine's yours nice. Is, yours is, it, it, it is a nice chair. Yeah, it's Drove not an bad. hour for it, though. It was about to be thrown out. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay, well, the first weird story that I have is when it was Valentine's Day. It's not Valentine's Day anymore. It's March. But it's fine. Um, did you know that this Valentine's Day, they had a French fry perfume come out? Who made that? Burger King? Yes. Really? No. Oh, you said yes. I thought you said yes. No. Um, okay, French fry. Tell me a little bit more about it. Or I guess that's basically kind of, you kind of told me everything, right? I mean, right? the article is, you know, whether you're at, this is a quote from this article from NPR. Whether you're at a drive through restaurant or dining in, it's near impossible to not grab a fry and take a bite before you drive into your meal. <laughs> nice. Jamie Hyam, president and CEO of... Blank. You're going to guess. Yeah. Said in a statement, the smell is too good to resist. It's going for $1.89 per <laughs> 1.7 ounce bottle. And the website that it was being sold on, it said that it was completely sold out. Okay. It was going for $1.89. Yeah. Per, or, and it was like a one point something out. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a lot of perfume for a dollar eighty nine. Also, quote one of the most irresistible scents. It just in the human world. I guess so. I mean, I do love the way fries smell. It does say that they. I don't know where they got this from. It was a survey from some pole fish. I don't know. Okay. Must be like a survey mon- monkey type thing. Sure. Nearly 90% of Americans find the smell of French fries irresistible. I agree. I do love... Well, now, I can resist the urge of getting French fries, but when I smell them, I do think, ooh, I would love... I'd love a fry. Now, who made this? Okay. I think... Do I get one guess, three guesses, two guesses, one guess? Let's just make it one, because we don't need to dwell on this topic. Okay. Um, Jack in the Box. Really? Yeah. What do you mean, really? Does it's my guess. Do you have french fries there? Yeah, it's fast food. 
I thought it was a clown. That was my guess. That pops out and scares your kids. Well, there's the restaurant chain Jack in the Box. The Idaho Commission. Oh, so the Idaho potato people. Yep. That's a smart idea. Um, They also have additional potato merchandise on their website okay. um, for those that are addicted to spuds. Ooh, yeah. Including the French fry holder, Idaho <laughs> potato playing cards, and a miniature potato hauling truck and a three foot tall spuddy buddy. Okay, I would love the three foot tall spuddy buddy. Yeah? I don't know what that is, but I do love saying it. Now, I th- okay, the French fry perfume, I, yeah, I wouldn't wear it. No. But I do feel like it's probably going to be... A collector's item. Here's the thing. Small, weird stuff. And it's $1.89. Exactly. Like, for instance, we had a little day out, me and Lindsay and our good pal Dana the Burger Thief, and we got these miniature playing cards that also have the Supreme logo on them because I thought they were very funny. They were $5. They're, <laughs> they're very cheap. But little things like that, I'm thinking you hold on to these, you hold on to a Spuddy Buddy or you hold on to this perfume. Yeah. You don't touch it. That's, I mean, some collector of, you know, unusual things, maybe people who we would get along with. Right. I bet you they would pay upwards of $20 for some French fry perfume. Oh, yeah. I mean, you think about it in like 10 years from now. That's a, Yeah, exactly. The next quick story that I have, a guy was trying to get into the U.S. border from Mexico and he was caught smuggling stuff. Well, what he was caught smuggling was... Spuddy all- buddies. Spuddy buddies, and they were all in his pants. It's a lot of very and large pants. You want to guess what was in his pants? Okay, sure. Just one guess again? Okay. <laughs> one guess. Easy. And not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean you thought I was going to uh, guess his butt? Yeah. <laughs> he was smuggling his butt. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was smuggling his butt across. You're under arrest. <laughs> you got to butt this out of this world. You can't bring that thing in here. People are going <laughs> to people are going to lose their minds. Let me, I'm going to guess he was smuggling scorpions dipped in amber and was going to sell them as pendants. No, but you are close. Nice. He had 52 lizards. I was going to say lizards. I'm not even kidding. And snakes hidden in his pants. Um, I guess they weren't really hidden that well. They were all in little baggies in his pants and yeah. <laughs> cool lizards? Bad lizards? I mean, there's just 52 reptiles in your pants. Yeah, now it would be impressive. It would be impressive that they were all 52, 52 different species of reptiles. Yeah, there were nine snakes, uh, 43 horned lizards. 43? Um, yeah. Okay, well that's nine and four. Okay, so we're at 52. Did he have more than that or was that 52? Oh, I clicked off the article already. Nice, dude. Nice. He, you know, I just got rid of it because I was like, this is interesting, but like, this is a lot of reptiles in your pants. It's a lot. I think having one horned lizard in your pants, now, okay, I'm not. we're not being crass. I mean, a literal lizard. Yeah. That's one too many reptiles to have in your trousers. That's a lot. Now, what animal would be the cutest to smuggle, not just carry, but smuggle, what would be the cutest animal to smuggle but inside of your pants? Well, see, that's hard because, like, you're putting an animal in your pants. It would be protected. Protect it. Pack I know, it up nice. but, like, putting a snake in a bag and putting it in your pants, it's not great for you or the snake. Yeah, but I want to know what would be what, what you think the cutest animal would be to smuggle. I guess a bunny. Yeah, I was going to say bunny. I just bunny. think bunnies are cute. Yeah, they'd be Maybe so cute. Maybe chipmunks might be kind of cute. 
Chipmunks but are cute. But they would cute. be rambunctious. <laughs> yeah. Your pants yeah. would be like flailing around. It'd be like that coat in uh, Ghostbusters that comes alive and then runs off that lady's body and then runs down the street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's what would happen to your pants. Or it looked like the coat that you threw. Didn't someone throw a coat or like a blanket over the like gremlins when they were morphing and it was like bubbling around or something? I thought that was just goop. It might just be goop. I might be, th- you know what? I might just, I, I might just be confused. I might just be thinking about goop. Maybe. All right, let's uh, go on, head on town to uh, Barton, Florida, or Bartow, Florida. Bardo? Bardo, Florida. A teacher is facing a misdemeanor because she bit two students over a jar of pickles. Uh, The teacher told school administrators she was playing around with the students, according to the Polk County Public Schools spokesperson. I think she needs to learn what she did, and she did something wrong, said Kathy Toro, the spokesperson for the public schools. Uh, Yeah, no (laughs) duh. The 15-year-old nephew is a student at the Bartow Middle School. She said in October he and another student were working at a class store when Rice, the teacher, tried to take a jar of pickles. Her nephew and another student tried to take the jar back. She just bit them on the forearm, and of course they released the jar of pickles, and she said she was able to get the pickles, but there's no other ways to do that but then biting you. (laughs) So, this teacher tried to steal from a middle school store. Yeah. And her defense was, I won't try to be... First of all, she was stealing... A jar of pickles. A jar of pickles from middle schoolers, which, okay, aside from the biting, saying that you did that, like if someone showed up to our house and said, hey, I brought you a jar of pickles, so that's nice, thanks. Yeah, I stole them from middle schoolers on my way here. Yeah. I would think that that would be hilarious, but... Yeah, but you can't bite them. But you can't bite middle schoolers. Now, like, here's the thing. She walks in and goes, I need those pickles bad. Right. Here's my plan. I'll just take them. Because this is a life or death pickle situation. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. I walk in. I I know I could kick the crap out of these middle schoolers if they try anything. I will bite them. And they come near me. What, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Stop me from stealing pickles? I'll bite them. Right. Yeah, it's the perfect crime. I just don't like know what people think sometimes. But- I know what they think. They think I'll bite middle schoolers <laughs> if they get in my way really like pickles i guess do you like a food enough to bite middle schoolers for no (laughs) do you i don't know probably (laughs) i saw your eyes shift around like thinking of all the different foods that you would bite a middle schooler for no i wouldn't bite a stranger like like a stranger middle schooler (laughs) you'd have to know the middle school i would yeah like okay okay. i'm thinking about like any of our nieces or nephews if Uh they were in middle school and they had a treat i wanted but that's family though i don't care i'd bite them and they no, I know, but that makes it, I guess, more acceptable. Exactly. But think about this, because our oldest <laughs> nephew is five, so you he can't won't bite be him for pickles. No, well, he won't be. He won't be in middle school until he's oh what eleven, like eleven. That's six years. I'll be forty-one. So <laughs> biting, I'll, biting people. If if he has a snack, I want. I would bite him a little bit. But it got even worse, though, because the teacher in trying to, to defend herself, yeah. she said that she did not bite them. She licked them. Ew. That's I would rather I would rather know a teacher bit a kid than licked a kid on the arm. Well, the person in charge of the middle school said even if it was that she did lick them, even though I don't believe that she did, it's still unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you What's... just kind of picked 
another unacceptable <laughs> excuse. <laughs> what would you be more mad at? That a teacher stole a jar of pickles from middle schoolers or a teacher licked the arm of a middle schooler? Like biting, I feel like is kind of more acceptable because it's like, oh, yeah, that's more playing around. But like a licking someone. See, I don't even think it's playing around. I mean, both Plus are it's like the COVID's still happening. Yeah. I oh. didn't mean to say the COVID. Yeah. I'm not my mother. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. This COVID thing is going around. It's that that COVID thing. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I like how a lot of older people still refer to it as that COVID thing. Anyways. I'm over that COVID thing. Yeah, we know. Um, <laughs> I next... guess I'm over it, you know? I'm over it. Oh, yeah, are okay. you? Oh, wow. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. Anyways, the <laughs> last story I'll throw at you. Okay. Is a story that took place on March 7th, 2022. So not that long ago. No, that was a few days ago. Yeah? Yeah, it was the 11. Seventh? That was 11 days ago. Oh, yeah. Not like a few. Yeah, I, I only said a few because I didn't know at first. Okay, I'll just kind of read this article. It's from iflscience.com. Oh, I remember when that little website came out first and the F, it was like edgy because you know what IFL means? Yeah, I can figure it out. I freaking love science, but it's like... (laughs) I frick love science. I frick love science. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. They're trying to be edgy, you know? Yeah. Like, that's cool. I fart like science. (laughs) I knew that would make you laugh. Anytime fart is involved, it's your, that's your happy place. Sure. Yeah. You know what? That is my happy place. Before I fall asleep every night, I just picture butts farting and I go, you know what? It's a beautiful world. Wow. And then I fall yeah. right asleep. I think, you know what I think? I You're picture, a grown adult. I picture butts. <laughs> I picture right before I fall asleep, I picture butts farting and Yo. then I think, wow, what a beautiful world. Anyways. And I hear in my head, I hear uh, Louis Armstrong singing, it's a what a wonderful world. And I hear all these and I just visualize, again, butts farting, hundreds of them, thousands. Mm-hmm. Are, they like, are they like trumpets? No. Nope. Because like trumpet fart nope. or just farting? Yours could be. There's just a bunch of butts farting is what I picture. I just think of like Monty Python and like there's always butts farting. Like oh, trumpets. Yeah. And they would do the upside down trumpet thing in their butt and they would fart. Anyways, you want to hear the story? I do. Yes. <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm so sick of the COVID thing. <laughs> I'm so sick of that COVID thing. I'm so sick of it. I'm just not going to worry about it. <laughs> a box full of human heads was reportedly <laughs> stolen from a medical supply truck in Denver on Thursday, prompting an appeal for an inf- uh, information by local police. The truck was transferring the remains of a medical research and was parked along 23rd Avenue when one or more thieves entered the vehicle taking about 20 I like how this is so uh, you can tell it's a science research article Mm because they're like taking a 20 by 15 by 18 inch which is also a 50.8 by 38.1 times 45.72 centimeter box labeled (laughs) exempt human specimen exempt the remains inside which were several human heads were basically going to a body donation science research facility okay um where they could be used for medical research the motives of the thieves are unknown to the police at this time with neighbors speculating whether they intended to swipe the human heads or were looking for other medical equipment or supplies to sell but to their surprise it probably was pretty shocking so okay I googled how much is several. And well, it says how many. Oh, it does? Yeah. How many? 
Well, hold on. Maybe it doesn't. I might have lied. <laughs> okay. If you <laughs> lied, I'm going to bite your arm. Well, it says, okay, it says at the bottom, while unusual, macabre thefts and misplacement of body parts do happen from time to time. Okay. That's a weird thought. Sure. In 2018, a bag containing 54 human heads. 54? Or no, not even heads. 54 human hands. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and they, yeah, they turned out to be belonging to the forensic laboratory, but I guess someone stole them. Why? But they, like, found them, so it's like they weren't stealing them to, like, sell them. The hands or the heads? The hands. Yeah, like, I would imagine people, you know, I get really into following the tracking of packages that I'm very excited about. Yeah. I could only imagine how closely people are tracking packages full of human body parts. Right. Exempt, expired human body parts. And the hands got lost in the mail, too? Well, they were being transported and got stolen. Oh, the hands also got stolen. Yeah, like these, I guess this theft is like a common thing that happens, or not like common, but it happens from time to time, as they said. I guess if it happens, I don't know, if I feel like if it happens twice, to me, that seems kind of common, depending on what I the mean, window was. it's more than one time. It's more than one time. <laughs> it's a couple of times. Maybe it's that lady that's biting people over pickles. She's practicing her biting. She's yeah, still she practice. needs a head to bite. Now, why do you think? Unless... Imagine biting someone in the head. Yeah. Like, how do you get a grip on that? Well, it depends on where you bite. Well, like, you can get an ear and a nose. But, like, think about a forehead. <laughs> yeah, right, your forehead really hard? I bet like, you... like, imagine trying to bite someone in the forehead. I bet you you'd rip skin off their forehead. Or, like, bite someone in the chin. Do you want me to try to bite your forehead? No. Okay. Well, I thought it'd be good for the show. No. <laughs> now, does it say in the article... This is an audio show. This is not a visual show. Yeah, but people could hear you... I don't want that. People could hear you being bit by me <laughs> on your forehead. Now, does it say in the article why they stole the heads? No, they don't know why. They, they're they speculating that it could have possibly been like, this happens from time to time, so they might have just wanted to steal the actual heads. But, but for they what? also think that because it was a medical supply truck, medical supplies can be pricey. Oh. So I think their thought process is they stole it thinking their medical supplies. And when the thieves got home being like, oh, jackpot, they like opened it up. And one guy even says like, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Ha And then like they open it up <laughs> and then there's heads in there and they're like, that's not funny, Mark. And then the Seinfeld theme playing somewhere. <laughs> Will you do your best Seinfeld impression? Of, sign, of Jerry of the, Seinfeld? Oh, sorry, of the theme. <laughs> I was just doing it before you told me to do it. Yeah, I was asking you just to like really, just really go for it. I don't really want to. What do you think, if it wasn't because medical supplies are expensive, Yeah. like why would you steal human heads? And I'm not looking for some jokey answer. Like really, what would you steal okay, human like, heads I'm for? I'm a macabre person and I'm like, I really need human heads. Well, I'm, I mean, I've been a hairdresser for 14 years, so they would all have... No matter what I was using them for, they, they would all have, all have braids. <laughs> they all have incredible hairdos. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this woman stealing real human heads is going to be more accurate than a mannequin head. Okay, so already Betty, like you already have a better mannequin to work better, on. You, you hair have wise, a, b- a better model. Yeah, they don't talk to you, which is great. They don't. You're right. That's well, awesome. neither does a mannequin. I mean, true. Not all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Just sometimes. <laughs> I had another story too. That's great. I mean, it was just terrifying. It basically this big stone called the Killing Stone in Japan. Um, 
Oh. It has all this like ancient legend and stuff. And they're like, oh, if anything ever happens to this killing stone, like all the spirits are going to be vengeful and demons are going to rule the world and stuff. Well, it cracked in half. Oh, that's right. I saw something about that. It like fell from a great height or something and then broke in the middle. I don't I don't know if it fell. Oh, I think maybe it just it cracked in half. It said a large volcanic rock said to immediately kill anyone that touches it. It's deeply embedded in the Japanese mythology. It's said to be transformed corpse of a mythological Tamamononomi. I added okay. a lot more vowels. Okay, that's great. <laughs> that's great. How disrespectful now. Now I'm cursed. Because you mispronounce it? Yeah, because I can't read. Yeah, well. But anyways, there's like it's possessed by a nine-tailed fox or a demon spirit, and it's known for trickery. Pretty much everything bad is living in that well, I want to know how the story started. Oh, okay. And this is this area. We kind of like to do our thing here. Now, that rock, don't touch it. Because if you touch that rock, you'll die for sure. It's something of, I don't know. It Yeah, it, yeah. It's just bad stuff. I mean, there's a whole article here. <laughs> I'm not going to read it. I yeah. skimmed it, yeah. you know. I get it. Um, volcano, you know, there's some of it is in Japanese. I can't it even read that. felt like you wanted that. to say the word volcano, but even that was just way too difficult. <laughs> so you're just like voltando, whatever. <laughs> Something about a rock and some voltando. It was like a volcano <laughs> and the, that COVID <laughs> thing. I'm just so over it. I'm so, you know what I'm over? I'm over this whole COVID thing I'm and over I'm it. over these long words. <laughs> Any word with more than three syllables. I don't know. Voltando. Voltando. Refrigerator. I don't even want to finish the word. No. Nectarine or whatever. That was probably actually whatever. the most thorough story that I had out of all of those. And I just skimmed it over. Because I'm That's like. great. Because I, as I was reading, I was like, this is really interesting. And this is really cool with all the like lore and yeah. legend and stuff. And then honestly, I was like, you know, this is just depressing. Yeah, I Because hear you. basically this like powerful demon rock is like if anything happens to me i'm gonna curse everyone and like it's split directly in half you're in trouble if anything happens to me so it's like bring it i mean we're ready <laughs> yeah i guess we are kind of huh i mean we've been dealing with this whole covid thing and uh that COVID thing, you know. and now we're ready for demon rocks i guess <laughs> well and i think that's why people come to this show time and time again uh or month and month again is because we bring hard-hitting news Mm -hmm. And really detailed paranormal journalism. Question for you. Yeah. If you had to make a perfume, any scent you wanted, what scent would it be? Okay, boring answer. It has to be oh. a food item. Oh, great. Yeah, boring answer. Freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. That's a good one. Thank you very much. I mean, much. that's actually like, like, that would smell good. It would smell awesome. Yeah. What do you think I'm going to say? Meatloaf? Ketchup scented? People would probably love God. There was like a candle a while ago that was mashed potato. Yeah, I think this still exists. It smelled disgusting. Well, it didn't smell. It smelled exactly like mashed potatoes, but like. Yeah, you're you right. You don't want it to, your house to smell like mashed potatoes all the time. And that's, you're right. I just, I just did a pet peeve thing in mine where, yes, it doesn't smell disgusting, but when you light a candle, at least in my, it, for me, in my world, I don't want a candle that smells like butter and potatoes. I want a candle yeah. that smells like, what's the one we like? Champagne toast, fireside marshmallow, <laughs> uh, Parisian cafe or not whatever. Not sponsored by Bath and Body Works. We're not. No, we're not. What about you? I don't know. Food Any item. Any food item. I'm trying to think of like a food that's like, just smells really good. Like Meat cookies. Yeah, that smells really good. I just don't know. Pie always smells really good. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something unconventional though. That's not just like a sweet treat. You can say meatloaf if you want. 
No, because I don't even remember what meatloaf smells like. You could say katsudon. No. Okay. You could say... it just smells like onions. You could say some really good ramen. Miso ramen. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I don't know. It's a hard question, Linz. I know. It made me kind of depressed. My own question. All right. It's that stone. Think it's that stone doing the work? Yeah, it makes me sad. Okay. All right. Well, I guess let's go to the haunted housekeeping zone. Uh, and then when we come back, I have a story or two, and then we can take a voicemail. Sounds good to me. Okay. Well, great. We'll see everyone in the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, one. Hello, weary traveler. Welcome to ye old haunted housekeeping area. Hi. Hey, how are you? Maybe we have some stuff in the haunted housekeeping area that you can use with you and take with you on your journey. That's kind of the metaphor we're going for here. Like a, you know, like a, <laughs> like a play pretend. Yeah. And speaking of journeys, say maybe something spooky related has happened to you, or maybe you just need some advice because you have a ghost living in your house. Go ahead and give us a call on our haunted hotline. Yeah. You can call or text whenever you would like. The phone number for our haunted hotline is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. B-O-O-S, like the plural word of what ghosts say. And we'll try our best to give you advice or maybe find a solution. Yeah, and again, I think try is the key word. Yeah. If you have something strange happening around your house, if something happened to you or a friend or a family member in the past, if you feel like you can predict the future, if you found something at a yard sale and maybe you like didn't buy it but you stole it, you brought it home and you feel like now your house is haunted, Call and let us know. We want to hear about it. Honestly, we'd like nothing more. Again, the phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Do you also need some really cool spooky drip? You can go ahead and check out our friends over at Discount Cemetery. Everything is handmade, hand screen printed in L.A. with two really cool people. And for those of you who might be over 35 and you don't know what drip is, it's clothing and accessories. So hop on over or I guess, I don't know, what's a spooky word for hop on over? A spooky word for the phrase hop on over? Hover on in to DiscountCemetery.com. That's true. You can can manifest your plasma essence if you're a ghost and go to DiscountCemetery.com and check out their wide range of haunted shirts, ghosty type things. Very fashionable drip. I love all their stuff. It's so comfy. It's so well made. And it's so cool. I think Lindsay and I own maybe seven or 5,000 pieces of Discount Cemetery clothing and we love it. So check them out on social media at Discount Cemetery or shop online at DiscountCemetery.com. They just released a camo hoodie that says Cemetery really big on it and it's very cool. If you're a fan of our show and you want to listen to other shows on the Scavengers Network, you can. No way, really? How do I do that? Well, it's very easy, Lindsay Marie. You can just go online and check out the scavengersnetwork.com or check out Scavengers Network on basically all social media platforms and learn about all the shows we have on the network. I'm just kidding. I already do. That's great. <laughs> shows like Myth Takes, 
Unnatural 20s, Side Character Quest, Blink and You'll Miss It, Timeline Scavengers, FMK All Day, The Amateur Detective Club, and a whole bunch of other fun shows. Tons of great people, and ourselves included, on the Scavengers Network. I know I said that like a robot, but I swear I'm not. But spoiler, Lindsay's a robot. I'm a robot. (laughs) (laughs) And hey, if you've been with us for a while, or you're just listening, and you like our show, and you might kind of like us, even though, you know, you don't know us in real life, we would love it if you gave our podcast a rating or a review. It would really help us out. Even if you don't like our show, and you don't want to review our show, maybe just give it five stars, because, you know... Give back, right? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Well, see you later. Bye-bye. Podcube, leading the way in time agnostic podcasting. Podcube. Our Podcube devices are able to record audio from any time or place, in space or time or place. And here's one of the things we picked up. I'm not going to make it, Lenny. I'm sorry, I'm getting blood all over you. That's okay, it's a lot of blood. What's going on? If you see Sal, I want you to cut him in half for me. It's God is my witness. I'll cut him from the top of his head down to his very smooth, really good-looking feet. I'm bleeding so much. Yeah, you're bleeding a lot. Search Podcube in your podcast app or go to poweredbypodcube.com. Podcube. The future is yesterday. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you had a lot of fun in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone. I hope, you know, you're just feeling good in general. Maybe you got some good stretching in today. Maybe your joints are feeling all loosey-goosey and, I don't know, lubricated? Yeah. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. (laughs) <laughs> I'm thinking about perfume question. Yeah. I was kind of thinking bread. Bread's a really good one. But like maybe like a cinnamon bread or like maybe like a croissant or something. Croissants are delicious and very good. And they smell really good. I just like can't think of what they smell like. Anyways. Toasted bread, like crunchy, crispy bread and butter. Crunchies. Crunch. It smells like crunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's this new kid in our school and he smells like crunch. Ooh, marshmallows. Well, like toasted? Yeah, toasted marshmallows. Yeah, I was going to say. Because regular marshmallows don't smell like much. Yeah, toasted marshmallows would be good. You know, that's a food that once you heat it up, it smells... I did say heat up. Once you heat it up. (laughs) Once Once you you heat it up and eat it up. (laughs) Once you heat it up, it smells significantly better than when it's just regular. Also tastes better. Tastes way better. I like my marshmallows like crispy. Yeah, that's awesome. I guess I said marshmallows. <laughs> I like my marshmallows. I like my marshmallows, Chrissy. <laughs> Chrissy. I like a Chrissy marshmallow. <laughs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. 
online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chrissy Marshmallow is going to be the name it's on the next on the next playthrough. No, as soon as I we finally start <laughs> I feel like playing. It was a no, no, no. It's fine. Your it, idea, no. Wait, <laughs> wait, no. I was talking about my idea, not. I'm a statue. <laughs> when, when we finally get Elden Ring, the name of the character is going to be Chrissy Marshmallow. <laughs> Chrissy well, Marshmallow. Melly, yeah. Chrissy Marshmallow. Chrissy Marshmallow. And I'm going to see if I can make Chrissy Marshmallow look like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. There you go. Somehow. Well, here's the thing. I have a couple things to talk about, but the first thing I want to talk about is this. This is some weird... It, I guess it's really not that weird because the case was cracked. We solved it. It's okay. a local case that happened between you and me. Oh, yeah? I was scrolling on Facebook because... I'm a boomer. And I was looking around, and Molly's licking Lindsay's feet right now. I don't appreciate it. It's okay. It's like that teacher. Like, you can't... I don't oh, have I any just, pickles. Yeah, that's right. You don't have any pickles, huh? Well, Molly's doing fine, if anyone cared. She's just licking Lindsay's feet. <sighs> Anyways. So, I was scrolling on Facebook because I'm a boomer. Blah, blah, blah. We've, we remember that part of the story. And... Facebook recently, I think as many people are getting away from Facebook, has been showing you things you might be interested in more than it usually did. Molly's really licking your feet. <laughs> She's like being crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to get her away from me. Well, anyways. I'm listening. Yeah, no, I know you are. Also, I can just talk by myself anyways, too. So it's like I, <laughs> you, you, you could have left the room and I could have just been going and going and going. Um, this is true. But I think Facebook is trying to show more targeted ads because people are leaving Facebook. So if you're on Facebook or sorry, Meta or whatever, and you see like, oh, here's a thing I like. I saw that thing on Facebooks. Yeah. Then you like it again. Facebooks. But I saw an ad on my Facebook for Etsy and it said, so much is happening on Etsy. Check out what's new and just for you. And it was this picture. Yeah, that of Furby creature. Of this gigantic Furby that has a human hand and looks like the shape of a human being, but with a tiny orange Furby face. Yeah. And I thought, 
Why on earth is Etsy telling me about anthropomorphized Furbies with human hands that are $241? Yeah. And Lindsay told me, you want to tell them what you told me? Yeah, I don't know why you're throwing me under the bus. I'm not. I just like, we, we, we cracked the case. I went on a little bit of... <laughs> <laughs> a downward spiral. <laughs> I was going to say rabbit hole, but I think I should just call it a dumpster dive. And I was researching on Etsy Furbies, and a lot of people remake Furbies and like create them into weird sculptures. Like Furby snakes? Yeah, this was probably about two hours of my day. There's a lot of people on there. And you know what? If I had disposable income, or if we had disposable income... We'd have a Furby room. I know for... Not a room. Wow. Bathroom. Yeah. A whole bathroom? Yeah, a whole Furby bathroom. Okay. Imagine that. And they all still worked. So when you what walk they, in... What would they say? Oh, <laughs> They would just mumble how stuff. Would they, yeah, how would they talk? But they would wake up and they. I think they would go, oh... <laughs> <laughs> and they would move their eyes and their mouth. Ah, baka mami. Imagine you get up in the morning and you like go in the bathroom and you just hear like, oh, bathroom, bathroom. Because aren't they? Isn't the whole thing like they're supposed to learn your language, but like no yes. one ever got him to talk? Uh, okay, uh, that's a pretty pretty presumptuous of you. I got. I think it was our friend Nick's Furby or his younger brother's Furby to say poop. Yeah. So. Yes. I never got my Furby to say anything. We they ended learned. up just putting it in the cupboard and just letting it like die. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, you're busy making making other stuff. Like, <laughs> like a life. <laughs> oh yeah, you're busy trying to make a life for yourself and not own a Furby. <laughs> I would take another Furby though. Yeah, me too. Like being older now, I'd be like, "Yep, I want that." You want? Yeah. Okay. I would teach it things. What would you teach it? <laughs> Oh, what would be the Algebra, first thing you geometry. taught? Oh, okay. No, I don't know. I think I would teach it to like, I don't know. To kiss? To kiss? <laughs> no. Okay. No. All right. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know you... what you want your furby for, to but. To kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like email. No. What a boring task. Voice to text. And also, I'm very particular with the way I send emails. I don't want a furby. <laughs> I don't want a Furby doing You that. want a Furby kissing you while you send your emails. I would rather, I would rather train my Furby to kiss <laughs> than I would. It doesn't, I mean, its mouth moves, but like it doesn't like kiss. It will kiss. <laughs> I will learn how to kiss. It will kiss. It will kiss. <laughs> this show, I don't know if we talk about spooky things or no. we just are two weirdos that just have a spooky show. It's been a long week. Do you have anything scary? No, I wanted to talk about how... Well, yeah, I wanted to talk about that. It's really scary that I all of a sudden want to train a Furby to kiss me on the lips. What's oh. the weirdest thing you can do with a Furby? Make it kiss you on the lips. <laughs> Bring it to dinner with you. The weirdest thing you can do with a Furby is to say, hi, table for two, but you call ahead. You call a month ahead. Yeah. Table for two. Yeah, and if it's okay, I'd love a bottle of wine at the table for us. My partner loves, you know, Syrah or whatever. They go, oh, that's great. Yeah, it's actually their birthday and we're going to be blah, blah, blah. And you call back to check in on the table. Maybe you get flowers added to the table. You make it this big thing. So they, so right. this, this restaurant thinks whoever's coming in must be selling a really big anniversary or, or event with their partner. Maybe they're proposing. Who knows? Show up with a Furby and you just spend the whole time practicing how to kiss at the, at the really nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's probably a really creepy thing you could do with a Furby. Kissy Chrissy. You want to start your Elden Ring. Your Elden Ring profile can be Kissy Chrissy. Mm. And I'll be Chrissy. Chrissy Marshmissy. What is it? Crunchy. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't okay. know. It's just, uh, yeah. I have something to talk about. Do you have something to talk about? I guess. I think. Okay. I don't know. I saw this, not on Reddit, but I saw this on TikTok. Okay. Yeah. It's our 150th episode. We're now fully, we're, we're now mm-hmm. in the Gen Z club. And we're not... Well, because like we're not boomers and we're not Gen Z, we're millennials. Yeah, we talk about Furbies. We went from Reddit to TikTok. We did. Now mm-hmm. I will go back to Reddit, but I remember that I had this one screenshotted because I wanted to talk about it because I thought it was I thought it was creepy. Okay. This is from the TikTok Reddit journals. Okay. People and the question was th- the question was this: People who live rurally, hard word to say. Yes. What's the scariest experience you've had that you cannot explain? Ooh, this is interesting because we live very much off the grid. We do. I like how you said off the grid, not rurally, because it's very hard to say. Rurally. Rural, rurally. Rolly. We live roly-poly out in the woods. We are roly-poly. There's... We have Especially very, when it gets bad and it's snowy and we live up a hill and my car does a little roly-poly down the hill and stays down there. And my roly-poly into the woods a little bit <laughs> and maybe get stuck in the woods a little bit. And my little anxiety is scared of my roly-poly going into the creek. <laughs> and then your roly-poly, you then your anxiety roly-polies into a full-fledged, then I'm just not leaving the house today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... We do a lot of roly-polying because we live away from a lot of people. That's true. Terrible phone service and, but beautiful skies. Yep. Wow. Okay. So what's the creepiest thing you can't explain that's happened to you livering, livering. We can't talk. In the woods. Yeah. No, it's been a while since we've done it. Okay. Here's the story. Unfortunately, it's hard to explain. I was hiking down a trail with my dog in remote northern Wisconsin when I just got a weird feeling. Yeah. Now, I would brush that off. Like, if, if the story wasn't good, I would brush that off like, okay, yeah, everyone gets weird feelings. But I like the story. And I'm sure you've been in the woods as well where you just kind of go like, ah, I feel weird all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Is it just our brains running really fast? Is it just, or is it like our bodies picking up on something? Because I felt weird in the woods before, especially in the woods, but I didn't like feel weird leading up to this point. I wasn't anxious. It was like perfectly nice outside, but then all of a sudden you just feel weird. You feel like you're being watched. Right. So I don't know. Is that warranted or is it just all roly poly hocus pocus we're making up in our brains? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not very smart. Northern Wisconsin just got a weird feeling. At the exact same time, the heckles on my dog went straight up. And my dog began... heckles? Aren't they hackles? I mean, they probably are, but like, who says that? I said it. I've said it before. Really? Heckles. That's too big. Is it heckles or hackles? Heckles. It's kind of, I don't know. The hair on the dog. I don't know. I call them hair. Okay. Great. Well, you know the thing between the shoulders? No, I get it, but I oh, just okay. I just don't I've I don't I guess I've never heard anybody say that word before. Well, we're learning a lot of new things today on this oh show. Oh my gosh. The dog's hair when they want to fight and they get anxious, as soon as the person was walking and felt weird, the dog also visibly was pretty weirded out as well. Right. You don't like to be you don't like to have those feelings validated, especially not by a dog, because dogs are really perceptive, I think. Yes. So if that were to happen to me and Molly by ourselves, I would have lost my mind. I would have turned around, gone, well, that's enough of the woods for me today. I guess I'm going to go lay in bed or go, I don't know, sit around. About the same time, I came into a clearing in the woods and got hit with what I can only describe as a sound wave. It was like someone was blasting a subwoofer right next to me, but there was nothing around or no sound. 
The nearest road was about a mile away. Something told me to get the F word out of there. So I quickly turned around and hiked as quickly as I possibly could the rest of the way back. I didn't hear that bass sound after I left the clearing, but I still felt like something was following me. Weird. Now that, I think, is legitimately scary. That's the first story I've ever heard where someone said they felt and heard this low, quick bass rumble and they felt the sound wave go into their body. That is weird. It only happened the one time, though. Just the once. And they flipped it. They did a 180 and they hightailed it out of there. But they said they felt like something was following them the whole way. Now, what could that possibly be, though? I mean... I don't know. That's the thing. Like, even if you look at it as, like, a alien perspective or, you know, an actual, like, scientific perspective, like, I don't know what that could even be. I don't know either. And I think, like, okay... Around around where we live, I don't know, 15, 20 miles away, they still do mining. Yeah. Like they're still using dynamite and blowing up the sides of stuff to get whatever they're getting. I don't know. Diamonds and jewels. Probably not. Or coal. Or coal. Yeah. Well, it's either diamonds <laughs> or jewels or coal. We don't or really Furbies. know. Or Furbies. Or Furbies. Hidden, hidden in the rock. Maybe that's the workers because they're like weird elongated Furbies. So they like make them long so their Furby arms can get in there. Yeah. So what do you think this bass sound could have been? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I'm like thinking about the dynamite. Could it have been like an explosion? It could have been, but if they didn't hear anything, and I also don't know how far like a sound wave or a shock wave can travel. Right. I wouldn't think a mile. Well, I mean, depending on the explosion or the impact or the source, I'm sure it could travel over a mile. But this person didn't say they said they didn't hear anything and the closest road was over a mile away. I don't know if they forgot to mention, oh, yeah, and someone was using dynamite right next to me. Oh, yeah, and someone had a subwoofer next to me. And they were just blasting beats. <laughs> they were blasting beats by Dre. But I thought that story was interesting. It was that weird. weird. It was yeah. creepy. I have no idea what that could have been. I wonder if there's other stories. I mean, I'm sure there probably is of like people feeling like a sound wave kind of thing when they're there has out to and be. about. There has to be. I would think if we're going to go all play pretend and make believe... My thought is that that feeling they felt, the subwoofer feeling, right. was someone shifting dimensions, maybe shifting into this dimension and shifting mm. back out. Or maybe there was a weird rift in time and space and it went whoop and glitched a little. Yeah, woofed them up. Hmm. Interesting. It is interesting. That's the only story I really want to talk about because I really want to get to a voicemail. Okay. I'm ready for a voicemail. Me too. Did we even talk about anything really scary? I mean, your story was scary. You talked about the spooky teacher biting children. Um, what else did we talk about? I Nothing mean, we don't else? have to recap it. I'm just saying, like, maybe we should change our name of our show to, like, mediocre spooky spouses. I think what falls under the realm of spooky is the weird and unusual. And we are weird and unusual. Lydia Dietz. Marshy Washwelly. She says strange and unusual, though. She does, yeah. Okay, well, anyways, I'm excited to hear this voicemail. I also am. And hey, whenever we record another episode, maybe we could answer a voicemail or two of yours, listener, if you have anything weird that's happened to you, if you have anything unexplained, anything paranormal, if you think you've seen an alien. You I just want to say hi because you miss us and we miss you. Yeah, we sure do. Ugh. Ugh, can you even believe it? My heart... <laughs> well, you can call our haunted hotline at 803-816-2667 or 
booze. That's right. Now we like have a, B-O-O-S. Yes, not, not like B-O-O-Z. The, like the drink. No, that's bad. Yeah, don't. Yeah, grow up. Well, here's a voicemail from friend of the show, Daniel Spencer. Hello, spooky spouses. This is Dan Spencer. Uh, I have the the most buck wild ghost encounter uh, last night, and I, I needed to share it with you. Uh, I woke up in the middle of the night um, very clearly hearing the phrase, you're so warm, Daniel, and feeling someone in my arms like I was was cuddling someone, but no one was there. But I could feel the weight of my arms on someone and my leg on another leg. There was different, I cuddled a ghost, and I guess at this point my question is, are we now in a relationship, what's a good present to get for a ghost, I need to get a belated Valentine's Day gift for them, I guess, so I don't know the the best approach from here, with with Cuddling a ghost, does that mean we're even in a relationship, or was it just a, pl- a platonic thing? I don't know, but I want to make sure that I'm doing right by maybe my new ghost girlfriend. So let me know what you think. Well, either way, Daniel, aside from all of this, all of this relationship baggage, you do give off a very warm energy. I would think, yeah. you know what? Bet you Daniel, bet you Daniel's warm. <laughs> yeah and that's all ghosts are looking for you know I, I i scroll through instagram i scroll through twitter and i go that daniel warm is what i is what i say i think i have the perfect gift okay do you want me to throw out my terrible gifts first or just do your perfect i kind of like just going with your perfect gift well my thought process and tying into the rest of this episode a furby reasons why yes you can teach it to kiss. <laughs> you, you absolutely can teach a Furby to kiss. But think about it. Okay, you can train a Furby to do things. You give that Furby to your now ghost partner, mm-hmm. it could essentially teach it to communicate to kiss. Yes. And now you have a more solid relationship. So would you say, hey, ghost, I know you're a ghost. I can't be here all the time. I have to go into work. Sometimes it's nice. I can work from home and that's great. Yeah. Sometimes I just get too warm in general. I have to go outside. Right. Because I'm warm. What can I say? But when I'm not here, <laughs> this Furby's for you to kiss. When I'm not here and I can't give well, you kisses. Well, you could do that, but the the ghost would train it to do these things so you could essentially kiss the Furby, but you're really kissing your ghost partner. So you're saying the ghost... It's a, it's a line of communication. It's like having... You know, like a Ouija board, a Ouija board, but you but kiss it's a it. Furby. Yeah. And it's like there and it's, you know, it looks interesting. It looks cute. <laughs> looks really cute. And it's mouth moves for kissing, <laughs> for just kissing little, very rigid and rough around the edges kisses. Yeah. So it could communicate with you. But Daniel said that they could feel this ghost in their arms. So maybe they could also feel this ghost's kissy lips. Yeah. I think Daniel needs to try to kiss this ghost and see where their relationship is. 
Yeah. Because they're confused if they're in a relationship. The ghost or Daniel? Daniel? Yes. Well, I think both. Well, I don't know if both parties are confused because the ghosts seem pretty forward. Yeah. Well, ghosts know what they want. I mean, they've been around for a very long time. I don't think ghosts have a lot of time to waste. Yeah. And ghosts are cold. So this particular Uh, ghost was like, I need somebody warm that I can cuddle and then hopefully they'll buy. Maybe this ghost just wants a Furby. And it's like, I got it. <laughs> I know the most simple way to ask for a Furby. Cuddles. Cuddle this human. <laughs> say, you're so warm. And then hopefully, Daniel will be like, oh, well, in order to have a relationship with this ghost, I need a Furby to kiss. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty simple. It's a pretty mm-hmm. simple formula, I think. Other gifts, I mean, not as good, but T-shirt, 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 tank top. Welcome to South Carolina. Cool. (laughs) Myrtle Beach. (laughs) What about a T-shirt? Yeah, that was going to be stupid to say. Anyways, yeah, just another T-shirt. I was just... You know, you could use forms of gifts to communicate with ghosts that I think could be kind of fun. Like, think about getting, like, tourist T-shirts from all over the place and then be like, okay, pick where you're from. If they're, like, from another place and then, like, they pick up, like, the Florida shirt and you're like, oh, you're from Florida. Alligators, I was about to say Florida and I was going to say... And then once the ghost picks the Florida t-shirt, then Daniel, you say, oh, are you from Kissimmee, Florida? And then you... And then you kiss your Furby and then you ask scoot the ghost... your Furby over kiss and then this see and what then happens. Kiss this, then I'll kiss it. Yeah. Do you think that's why Furbies were created? To communicate with ghosts? Like, they're a form of a Ouija think board? Think what question you just asked that's straight cool. up. It's a thing that you teach to communicate. Do you think Furbies exist? How it could be the same as a Ouija a board. Kissing Ouija board. No, I didn't say kissing. You said kissing. I didn't mean it. <laughs> what did you mean? <laughs> I said communicating. By way of your mouth. You just heard kissing. Okay. Because you want to kiss a Furby so bad <laughs> well, that now you're thinking you're hearing it. When I edit the show, I'll listen back and I will I said make communicating. sure. Okay, that's fine. Well, <laughs> then maybe we can we can start calling kissing communicating because it is a okay. way of communication. It is, yeah. Communicate me good night. Daniel, how do you feel about this new relationship? Like, does it make you happy? Is it too weird for you? Do I'm, you like a, a forward ghost partner or is that like I not know, your thing? I know how I would feel. I would be reluctant at first because yeah. I would think, well... <laughs> I've never had a relationship with a ghost. Right. But then I think, mm, why not try it out? I feel like that relationship would be kind of one-sided. Unless that ghost did stuff for you while you were gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around the house. Yeah. Um, or maybe you said, you know, I don't particularly like this person or I love pranking this person, my neighbor. Yeah. I love pranking him. Then maybe you ask your ghost partner to prank your neighbor. I don't know. Something to like... Mm-hmm. Do something for you. Yeah. Does that help? Maybe that helps. I mean, I guess it'd be kind of cool to have a ghost partner because like, okay, say you get invited to a wedding, you can say, you know, you and your plus one, Mm -hmm. but then you look at the menu and you're like, well, what do you want? Chicken or beef or vegetarian option? Really, I mean, your ghost partner would just laugh and be like, whatever you want. So you get two dinners. You get two prime ribs. Yeah. Prime rib. Or you get two pa- plates of broccoli, too. Like, if you're, yeah. you know. Or if you really just want to go all out, if you're going to a wedding, they're offering some prime rib. You get double prime rib. Yeah. 
Do you think if you have a ghost partner, you get a discount on your taxes? No, absolutely not. Oh, we need to change things. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, it's 2022. I wonder if people have tried to claim a ghost, like they're still married filing jointly. Like, well, I still see him. Well, because it's a weird thing, because it's like, if he, if you really believe that it's still a spirit, if it still embodies a person, dead or alive, you can still have them in your life. You can. I'm going to try claiming... Who? Ghosts. <laughs> okay. On our taxes this year. <laughs> okay. All right. Well... What ghost would you claim? Me? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe one of my dead dogs. Oh. You can't <laughs> claim a dog, though. Then I don't know. Then I have no idea. I thought my, you were going to say like David Bowie or like someone. Oh, like... no. I was trying to think of someone I'm actually related to. Oh. David Bowie, then, I guess. Okay. I can go for Bowie. I'm not related to David Bowie, but I loved his music. Dance, magic, dance, magic. <laughs> I was listening to a Bowie song today. Uh, it was on the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust. That one that goes, talks about, <laughs> starts out and he's like, I'm an alligator. <laughs> and then he says something about being a space invader. Like he rhymed that. And That's I was great. like, yeah. That's mm-hmm. great. This is why you're the man. Wow. Bowie, huh? Yeah. R.I.P. Love Bowie. Well, I hope that helps. Yeah, I hope that helps, Daniel. I hope you get a Furby. If you do, send us a photo. Of you kissing it. Of you kissing it. <laughs> or it kissing you. Now, if you're if you're going to send us a photo of you kissing a Furby, Daniel, or anyone, either Twitter or print out the photo and actually mail it to us. Yeah. That would be what a what a special day that would be, be to really get an nice. envelope of one of your friends kissing a Furby. <laughs> Nothing written on it, just a picture of you kissing that Furby. Or if you get it printed out as a postcard, so everyone who handles that postcard has to see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is kind of like a oh, funny little postcard. Hmm. Okay. Well, I like that idea. I like that idea too. I think we should capitalize on that. Is that our show? That's our show. You heard we it did first. It. We would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers, the magical, musical, mysterious man, for writing our theme music, the music you heard at the beginning, middle, and our very hip remix he made of our song. Uh, he wrote it, and he's great. You can find Eli on social media, at Eli, who does music. He's very gentle. He's very gentle. And warm as well. And doesn't have a Furby, but that's okay. We'd also like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network. We are a proud member of the Scavengers Network. You can find us and many other great podcasts over there. Go check it out at scavengersnetwork.com. Yeah, what's holding you back? I don't know. Maybe you're too busy kissing your Furby. Yeah, stop kissing your Furby and go. You know, until I said that, it, it sounds very inappropriate. It sure does. Anyways, Uh, we would also like to thank each and every one of you for listening to our show, for hanging out with us. We haven't released episodes recently because, you know, life's been busy. But according to websites, a lot of you have still been listening. So thank you very much for being around and hanging out with us and being patient with us. It's very nice. And if you'd like to, why not leave us a rating and review somewhere wherever you listen to podcasts or just tell some people about the show. That's also very great. It is very great. And I do always say without you, there is no us. That's true. But we like there is though. But There like, is, but it's a nice thing to say. Right. It's a nice thing to say. And like, yeah, you know. That's why you wanted to start saying thanks for being weird with us. Yes. So thanks. For being weird with us. Well, until next episode, who knows when that'll be, but it'll be. We'll see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye.
How's it feel? Fine. Putting your face right on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Do you want to try it again? No. <laughs> That's how I breathe. Yeah? Do you want to hear how I breathe? Yeah. Show me how you breathe. Show you or... or I want to hear and see. Okay. This is how I breathe. Ready? Yeah. Hold on. Let me think about it. Here we go. This is how I... This is how I breathe. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to... That was a really I didn't long... I know that was going to go on so long. That one's called Honk. I don't like that. Here's Laundry Day. What does that have anything to do with laundry? Because it sounds like it's ripping. Oh, here's one called Squeezer. Ready for this one? Yeah, squeeze out. Okay. Um, How many more are we going to do? Just last one. The last one. This one's called Uh-Oh. Oh, man. Uh-Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess that one kind of makes you feel like Uh-Oh. Uh-Oh. Okay. I haven't even been looking. I think we're okay. Oopsies. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to sidecharacterquest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Big well. Thanks again for listening to Scary Time by Indie Drop-In Network. Check out all of Indie Drop-In's shows at IndieDropIn.com. If you would like your show featured, reach out to us at Indie Drop-In on all social media or go to IndieDropIn.com. Without you, there is no us. That's true. But we, like, there is, though. But There like, is, but it's a nice thing to say. Right, it's a nice thing to say. And, like, yeah, you know. That's why you wanted to start saying thanks for being weird with us. Yes. So thanks. For being weird with us. Well, until next episode, who knows when that'll be, but it'll be. We'll see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. How's it feel? Fine. Putting your face right on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Do you want to try it again? No. <laughs> That's how I breathe. Yeah? Do you want to hear how I breathe? Yeah. Show me how you breathe. Show you or... or... I want to hear and see. Okay. This is how I breathe. Ready? Yeah. Hold on. Let me think about it. Here we go. This is how I... This is how I breathe.
didn't know that was going to... That was a really long... I didn't long. know that was going to go on so long. That one's called Honk. I don't like that. Here's Laundry Day. What does that have anything to do with laundry? Because it sounds like it's ripping. Oh, here's one called Squeezer. Ready for this one? Yeah, squeeze out. Okay. Um, How many more are we going to do? Just last one. The last one. This one's called Uh-Oh. Oh, man. Uh-Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess that one kind of makes you feel like Uh-Oh. Uh-Oh. Okay. I haven't even been looking. I think we're okay. Oopsies. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to sidecharacterquest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Big well. Thanks again for listening to Scary Time by Indie Drop-In Network. Check out all of Indie Drop-In shows at IndieDropIn.com. If you would like your show featured, reach out to us at Indie Drop-In on all social media or go to IndieDropIn.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.